Welcome to Sports, 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 the dusty skittles of sports, uh, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, <clears throat> the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Good evening. <laughs> and in the middle the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 265. Robbie, what are you sipping on? Mm. Wine? How are we? What's going on? Um, baby, it's spooky season. 265. Ah, 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 <laughs> ah, ah. What? None of that explained what to... Yep, you are that drinking. did not answer well, the question, to did me, it? I still don't know what's in your glass. Hey, Rowdy, oh, what are you drinking? It's Victor's, Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Single barrel straight rye. Okay. Oh, my. We're about to talk ghosts. He's going yeah, to find out we believe in ghosts. I know. I need to find <laughs> some liquor over here. I got some liquor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Based yeah. on numerology, 265 uh, this is a number that's highly focused on accomplishing the currently selected goal. Okay. It resonates with companionship, acceptance, and thoughtfulness. I feel like all this is boding well for how this show is going to go. We're going to get, we're going to reach our goal. Mm-hmm. I need to find we're we're going to stay, we're going to stay highly focused and diligent. Okay. And, and we're going to have some good companionship along the way. So it's, it sounds like a high T show. I'm ready. Um, we are, although, however, here to yeah, four, I'm, I'm hearing people are telling me we are virtual. Though. Yeah, we're virtual. I had a, what do you call it? A close contact. This uh, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> not a listener. Yeah. Really? Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe not. Hey, What's his name, listen- Kyle? <laughs> Evan. Uh, yeah, well, sure. If you're listening, Evan. You're a great guy. I like you a lot. But Thanks, buddy, you could, you could have taken your phone calls at home on Monday. <laughs> Comes in and is like, oh, I was at a wedding uh, over the weekend. coughing <laughs> next to me the whole time. And I had some, you know, kind of tightness in my chest last night and uh, feeling kind of we- a little weird. But, you know, I took a COVID test this morning and it was negative. I'm like, why did you come in? Just go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no need to just go home. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. And then you could just tell he was kind of clearing his throat as the day went on, just kind of rubbing his head, like looking like he was feeling worse and worse. So I eventually just went and worked elsewhere. But yeah, so I was a I was a close contact. So I so far I feel pretty great. Um, That's good. But just you know, Aaron I'm the only one on this pod that hasn't had COVID. Yeah, at this point. You're like one of the only people I know who hasn't had COVID at this point. I don't think big cities had it. Really? It must just just be an Indianapolis thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh Uh-huh. The Indy virus. You filthy Marion County (laughs) people. Yeah, you should see our aqueducts. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like if if I was able to... uh, It's like Camp Lejeune down there. (laughs) If I was able to escape, the, <laughs> if I was able to escape the Cave City sleep in hotel breakfast uh, buffet unscathed, That's when good. literally every person 
in there. Every every sing, someone at every single table was coughing. Just looked like uh, a germ. It was. Now let me ask you about the sleep in in Cave City. Yeah. Uh, the continental breakfast. Do we have loose Danishes in the acrylic case or pre-wrapped Danishes? <laughs> loose. Loose. Yeah. When I hear yeah. things of things that are loose, I imagine one of two places where you're talking about. It's in the crook of the armrest in a car. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just in a plastic bag in a in a manner in which I can shake it and they move around. Like that's yeah. to me is loose. These are loose. <laughs> it's loose Danishes, man. Yeah. yeah. You try to get them you try to get those uh, dirty ass tongs to just get one, uh, but they're welded yeah. together with the glazing. As as the you it was it was a it was a combination of Children, children just walking up and then just coughing on the tongs, <laughs> just standing there coughing, and then uh, families that would just go up and just make their entire breakfast in front of the toaster. When I just yeah, wanted to I like myself, that too. toast myself an English muffin, but yeah, they were like putting butter on and getting this and getting that. And, oh, we got to get something for Bubby back in the room, like yeah. The other the other problem I have with continental breakfasts at these kinds of establishments is why the hell is the is the uh, buzzer on the waffle iron the self make make your own waffle station so loud? It's mm. early in the morning. This thing is accosting like a high pitched beep that sounds like a fire alarm. Oh man! And who does that? I have never made myself a waffle at a continental breakfast. I'm oh. grabbing about. I'm grabbing enough to get me to about three o'clock in the afternoon and I'm out. Well, especially if they're not loose Danishes. <laughs> then you oh, yeah. Gotta, we, don't yeah, we, don't we, put the prepackaged yogurts in there because those are getting gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll, I'm take, a, I'll take this sheaf of bananas. Why not? Yeah. I'm going to tip this mini fridge right into this uh, ice bucket and I'm out of here. Yeah. As you walk out, hey, you're out of fruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, really? Just stocked in. Wonder what happened. Uh, I am. I'm pro waffle at the continental breakfast. Yeah, I can I, see we, that. we usually, I we usually that. that's that's usually a favorite for the kids. Yeah. I guess just, I could see that. Just takes so much time. Yeah, and it's that damn buzzer, man. My kids. Uh, I don't know where they heard this. The the words soggy waffle. Oh, the f word. Oh. Yeah. No, I know where they got that. <laughs> It was Brandon Casburn. <laughs> yeah, they listen to the Kamish cast. Oh man! Yeah, uh, but they they think they just got a real good giggle out of saying soggy waffle and asking us, "Do you like soggy waffles?" Snicker, snicker. And I was thinking, I was like, actually, I do like a soggy waffle. Yeah. If I was gonna have a waffle, I'd like it to be like pretty well soaked in butter and syrup. So yeah, yeah I, I do prefer waffles soggy waffle. What's that? At La Peep, La I don't want to best waffles. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about the La Peep waffles. You liar! <laughs> we're going to breakfast one morning. Stoops like, man, all I want is a waffle. I was like, all right, I don't know why we were up in Clearwater, but we were up there. I was like, oh, La Peep, they got waffles for sure. Let's go there. We go in there. He go. He scans the whole menu. Nothing. I was like, oh, dude, they got waffles. Waitress comes. You guys got waffles? No. Well, okay. Here we, we go. got pancakes. <laughs> yeah. You can get the uh, you, you get the you get the battered in French we toast. Wow. Uh, yeah. Delicious. There you go. Yeah. Man, there speaking of speaking of sweet treats, you guys excited for all the Halloween candy? 
I'm ready for all that fentanyl that I'm hearing about that's dusted all over Halloween candy. Yeah, yeah speaking okay. of Lucy's, just Lucy Skittles is what yeah. we're... The closest I've were... come to having a fentanyl-laced candy was when I ate the... Uh, the Rub Club. When I, when, when I ate the... Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what do you call the club crackers that one of my oh, kids yeah. got that had obviously been in somebody's pocket or purse those for purse, those purse crackers? Yeah. yeah, that's the closest I've ever come to yeah, having a fentanyl lace a candy. Fentanyl experience, and, and experience. That's totally all my fault because it was obviously a very fishy thing. If you're getting a packaged thing of Skittles, there's no fentanyl in there. Yeah, I mean, you're going to go, you're, not only are you going to procure the fentanyl. You're going to get the Skittles out, somehow inject them or dose them with fentanyl mm-hmm. and repackage them. Why Why do these stories come – these stories have been out ever since we were kids, trick or treat. Yeah, glass and smart. Why do these – like, it's got to be some kind of like – this has to be some kind of like mass media like – brainwashing manipulation oh, something or other like what big, what is going it, on it's big just confection keep, keep warring the amongst scare, themselves keeping the, scare, keeping the scare up they got to keep the scare up right they got to yeah. keep us on edge yeah it's big contraction so it's like mars versus what are some it's, other candy companies mars and who else there's cadbury. only like two cadbury has is a big presence mm. m&ms mars m&ms and hershey yeah, I don't know. Ones. I mean, the thing is, yeah, like, I, Rowdy, I'm with you. I think it's, I think it's COINTELPRO. I think it's like, yeah, they're yeah. doing something to keep us uh, divided. Because I mean, most, how most people, like, <laughs> yeah. we've got people buying whole candy bars and stuff. You're not buying whole candy bars laced with fentanyl. And like, I went out. Well, no, you have to add the fentanyl. They're separate. Yeah. Do you think you yeah. go yeah. into the candy store? You're like, where's the candy? Oh, it's here. But yeah, but where's the ones with the fentanyl? Yeah. yeah, you're making yeah. your own. I like I I picked up mine the other day. I was getting my hair cut by the the guy who cuts my hair outside the gas station uh, up on Thirty Eighth Street, and the guy that cuts his hair get, cuts his hair, Snoop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I was good. And and he was and he had he had a great deal on Skittles, and yeah, like I bought them out of his. Duffel bag. But those just had Barbasol on them. That's no big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's you brush the hair clippings off, and they're fine. So kids are gonna love. What happens? I mean, yeah, sure. This uh, ostensibly this conversation's about candy, but I think we got to go back to the guy who cuts your hair (laughs) outside the gas station on Thirty Eighth Street. He just sets (laughs) up, uses the outside. Uh, electrical outlet and then just plugs a razor in. So no, how do you know that he's there? Is he the huh? jam box? Is that the same area where the guy that danced used to dance with the jam box and then the guy across the street had that little big west gallon of, of red drink all the time? Yeah, just a little west of there, west of the rallies. But yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Near the McDonald's. Um, but yeah, no, okay. you just you just see if he's out there and it's like, eh, could I use a haircut? Sure, why not? And um, what do you well, say to him? You just go, "Hey, touch me up." Just say, "Give me the regular, give me the usual." Okay. And then he says, "I don't know who you are." Yeah. <laughs> right. But do you want these skittles? Whatever you say. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, the thing is, 
the 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 real the real danger. I saw a chart that was like tracking uh, pedestrian fatalities, and it's like this gentle curve that goes like through the whole year. So it's like slightly higher in the summer months, and then you get to Halloween, and it's just the bar just shoots wow. way 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 up beyond anything else so that's what People you should be if, you're gonna, if you really want to be scared on halloween just be scared of traffic like that's that dumb drivers that's what you should be scared of and, so and if someone that, gives you club crackers don't eat those but otherwise so do, you that, do you think that's what it is do you think it's uh the car industry trying to oh. steer you away from the actual danger of halloween which is being outside with all of the cars and the uh, uh inattentive drivers and so they're trying to get you to be scared of candy that's true yeah Ooh. yeah the most frightening thing on halloween is a denali <laughs> yeah I guess UConn coming for you. Hey, but I mean, now this can get a little squirrely because, you know, what are you going to do if you're going down the road and then you just see a goblin or something pop out of nowhere? Yeah. Maybe you got to mow that thing down. Yeah. That could be a ghoul. My kids are obsessed with ghouls right now. Say like literally saying the word ghouls? Ghouls and understanding what ghouls are and wanting to look at pictures of ghouls. What's the difference between a ghoul and a goblin? Uh, is is this a is this a Lil Wayne <laughs> lyric? No, uh, that's a legitimate question. Uh, from what I can tell, size, and then what the way I was using it, uh, ghoul is more of a uh, a spirit with um, some sort of um, structure. So think of a ghost with a skeleton. That's what we are calling a ghoul, a specter of sorts. Oh man! So th- this is actually from pre pre-islamic arabian religion yeah they're associated with graveyards and the consumption of human flesh yeah they look some pictures look green but the ones we were looking at so what happened was you know have you seen these giant uh halloween lawn ornaments like these 20 foot tall skeletons Skeletons and stuff yeah Yeah. and the the witches that are riding on the broom Uh uh-uh yeah well it's around drive up here not in a town that would get destroyed Oh yeah, gone. within moments. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of these are wired for electricity too. So it's like not because they're lit up, but if you touch them, you will get electrocuted. Oh, uh, that's how they keep them. That's how they keep them in the nice. yard. But there was one that there was a third item on this yard, and it was uh, I called it very quickly trying to explain what it was. I was like, oh, there's a skeleton. Oh, there's a witch. Oh, there's a ghoul. And it was like I had you know cloak draped sort of uh, skeletal-looking shape. And I was like, ah, oh, a ghoul. And they were like, what is a ghoul? Then it's it's been all ghouls and perler beads since then. All right, well, there yeah. you go. Make That's a perler bead ghoul. Uh, sooner or later, it's going to happen. Oh. Uh, should we get to the sports part of the sports Yeah, podcast? why not? Um, well, I mean, if we have to. Well, I was going to ask what your guys' kids are going for for Halloween. So my kid doesn't understand that the stormtroopers are the bad guys. Or does he? That's true. He might understand that the stormtroopers are the bad guys. <laughs> is that what he's going as? Is a stormtrooper? Stormtrooper, yeah. My, uh, we found a seven dollar stormtrooper costume at uh, the thrift store. So, okay, 
it's one size too small, but he's just going to wear a white shirt and keep leave it open. But not a tank top. Not a tank top. Won't play basketball because no tank tops. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a fashionista. So he <laughs> I appreciate it. He's got Next standard. thing you know, he's going to be coming home. Look at this uniform I found. It's made by Hugo Boss. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Look at these pantaloons. I like how they're puffy above the knee. And then I wear these boots that fit up <laughs> yeah. into this. This is not. And then when I kick yeah. my legs out. Patent leather. Look at this. Yeah. Ooh, la la. <laughs> Look at these buckles that I wear across my chest. <laughs> Check out this dope leather floor-linked trench. Love it! <laughs> yeah, that's going to be him. <laughs> he's, 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 picking, he's picking the teams based on what they're wearing. That's how he at. He's like, who do you want to win? And he's like, uh, I think I like... I told you the golf story, right? Yeah. Where he's watching, he was watching the golf commercial, and he was just sitting there... Kind of trying to. This was during the Tour de France too, so like obviously very different attire. He's watching the golf thing and he's like, "What, Dad? Do they just wear their regular clothes out there to play that sport?" And I was like, "Yeah, pretty much they do." And I was like, "Do you want to play golf?" And he goes, "No." (laughs) No. (laughs) He wants like he wants something special. You got to put on a special outfit. Yeah, these guys look like they're going. They're fixing to work in the yard. What the hell? Yeah. I was gonna say you should show them American Gladiators, but that's kind of close to a tank. I mean, that's basically a tank top. Exactly. Tank tank top. Tank top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't want to do the tank tops. Well, let's get into sports. Hey, we got a special. Uh, we got a special phone call that we do every week. So you guys want to take a listen to this? Let's hear it. podcast listeners it's the commissioner and uh have the win today it's 44 to 21 and we still have a junior high quarterback starting for our team so you know you're just never gonna i gotta tell you last week's just really what's chaps my ass so if i can continue to kind of bitch and moan about that for a moment you know losing to ohio state at the beginning of the year fine losing to marshall the week later hangover offensive line still not gelling um should we have lost to marshall absolutely not Uh, completely bogus but but then we finally turned the turned the corner and i thought we i do want to interject this is a two minute long Two minute long message. Well, he's got so, a lot to get through. So I, hear I, think, it. I think he I think he's going deep on this one. Let him get it off his chest. And things together. And then to lose last week just still it sucks. And it ruined the whole season because so yeah. So now, hey, great. You beat a lousy UNLV team with that bit started injured. I mean, who cares? We didn't even cover the spread, which tells you how just bad of a place this is uh tune in next week as uh we go to what used to be uh, used to be the the carrier dome up in uh, syracuse syracuse oh. played a tough game but lost to clemson this weekend and so now they're gonna be a little embittered hopefully they're gonna be down and in the dump and we can sneak one past them because right now if i look at the two teams I'm staring, I'm staring down the barrel of another W or another another L next week. 
So that's really when you need to tune in. I don't have anything positive or or negative to say. So we'll talk to you later. Wow, well, that was so you've, you've heard you've heard, you've heard the, you've heard the commish on a mountaintop <laughs> yeah you've heard the commish in his cups the deepest darkest valley and now <laughs> he, this is this this is just this is neutral commish this is uh, i think it's is, worse it's, than neutral it's it's, it's yeah. pure acceptance of fate it's, i was it's, gonna say it's, it's acceptance it's, it's, yeah. it's sisyphus it's like uh, i guess yeah. i just keep pushing this up the hill yeah. and i just keeps rolling down like Which this is probably is... probably the correct temperament to have going into you guys got sc left clemson left syracuse left yep. i mean you got some big ball games coming yeah yeah just the the like so the the forecast the commissioner's forecast uh it's not great bob it's uh it's it's winter in the arctic and, yeah. and it's not thawing anytime soon is yeah, what no. it sounds like. It's... Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Cloudy uh, with a chance of rapture. Yeah, man. Just end it. Wow, that was wow, that Kamish, was... come on. Get hey, you gotta celebrate a W. I'm a little disappointed. A little disappointed, Kamish. You gotta love the W's and and hate the L's. I get it. You, we'll I, see. I, I, hey, I appreciate looking forward, but you gotta uh you gotta have a twenty four hour rule. Anger I, I do, or bliss. I do also appreciate. I appreciate the junior high quarterback quote. So yeah, that was pretty good because <laughs> that is uh, pretty accurate. That was a long one though. That wasn't even that long when he. That's two minutes after a win. He put a hot forty-five seconds together after that <laughs> loss. Well, Boy. do you know? Do you realize when? When th- this is some backstory to last week's commish cast. So. He he was actually because we talked about it a little bit. We were like, "Whoa, what was what was he doing? Like, does he just like go out to his garage, like going? Yeah, his where was he screaming? Yeah. Like, where was he? Well, he was he was in the middle of the of the Universal Studios resort. <laughs> so he after the game oh, left left campus. And walked off onto some random street in Orlando because he was thinking at least straight enough to to realize that he, if he started just screaming like that in the middle of Universal Studios, he might have to be talking to the police. The um, so he Universal just decided police. to go out and and start yelling in mm-hmm. in a random street in Orlando, which a lot of people do. So I was gonna say it's probably not that out of the yeah. ordinary. That's what we call the Florida anthem. Uh, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yes. So I, I just awesome. I, I love I love just that that extra layer of the of the story. That is that's that's some good detail there. I'm I'm sane enough to know I should go to a random neighborhood and do this instead of even when, yeah, it's not complete blind rage. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Who do I want to get picked up by? The random yeah. Stady or the Universal Studios uh, golf cart right. uh, security guard. Yeah. Sir, please, sir, please the, come with us. The Animaniacs <laughs> dragged me away. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go to Potterville. 
Uh, all <laughs> I right, think that well, was Warner Brothers, but you know, whatever. Yeah. He could just stand under a roller coaster and scream because everyone's going to be screaming on that. So, do you think that that ruined his trip? Do you think he was just like yes. all? They're like, do you? So, do you want to go to the Harry Potter experience? He's like, does anything matter? Yeah, right. I'm going to bed. Can these yeah. wizards fix that game? <laughs> because otherwise, I don't care what we do. Yeah. Life can is this, a lie. It's a big lie. We're all marching towards death. That's life. <laughs> hey, Dad, can I get one of these magic wands? Will it fix the score? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Hey, I appreciate it, but it, uh, it, uh, the commission's the commission's pure one hundred percent read approved fandom because mm-hmm. he knows that the orange are going to touch you up on mm-hmm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, orange teams in general are having a moment, huh? They kind of are. Yeah, they really. We got are. Clemson. Syracuse. Clemson just squeaked by Cuse, which broke yeah. my heart. But but Clemson. I think in order, it's Clemson, Oklahoma State, Syracuse, oh, Tennessee, Illinois, Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, yeah, Tennessee would be ahead of Clemson. So that's five in the top 25. That's a lot of orange teams. That is. A lot I don't know if there's a six, but geez. All right. Did I already say Texas, uh, Texas in there? Te- Texas is out right now but because uh, they just lost. But Oh, yeah, they're two or three loss, aren't they? Yeah. Ro- Rowdy, did I already ask you how about some sports or should we do that? I mean, you can. How about some sports? How about it? Um, hey, so, you know, as we said, it's it, this is spooky season, of course. Ooh, uh, spooky so season. This is, this is a very it's brief story. This, uh, okay. More of a, a, of a heads up. Uh, but uh, Jim Mora mm-hmm. who, uh, is the football coach of UConn. Yeah, um, you're thinking of his dad. Huh? Oh, you're talking about I thought we were talking about spirits. I thought, so I thought we were talking about the dead Jim Moore. Oh, is there a is this there's two Jim Moores? I've heard that name. Yeah. He used so to be the coach six, of the Colts. This is sixty year old Jim Mora. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is this is Jim, Jim Mora Jr. Uh, yeah. This is former UCLA coach Jim Mora. Jim okay. Mora Jr. the third. Um, now he, so he, he moved to stores, Connecticut, which is uh-huh. where UConn based and moved he, into he moved a, to where his job was. Yeah. Did you catch yeah. that read? Well, I mean, you not, not necessarily. You could remote live, work. Live remote ways work. Away. Mm, um, he, he bought a beautiful old house that sits atop a hill about, uh, oh, on a three acre is. property, about six minute walk to campus. The only problem is this house is haunted. Mm. So since he since he's moved in, he says that he hears doors opening every night um, and other unexplained noises and sees shadows moving around the house. And he says, I'm convinced it's haunted. I just warn everyone who stays that it's haunted, but they're good ghosts. So oh. um, now like Casper or Slimer. Yeah. Well, so this Slimer guy, wasn't good, right? Rowdy? What's that? You're, Slimer, he wasn't a good ghost. I mean, he, in the com- in the he cartoons he was. He didn't start out great, right? Yeah. Yeah. But everyone's um, redeemable. Right. 
so yeah so he's got some he's got some good ghosts but yeah just just uh so you know we don't know we don't know a lot of details about this story but uh this saturday on uh espn college game day they are going to feature a segment on jim morris house so our colleagues over at espn college game day uh will be will be covering this ghost hunting Okay, so let's let's talk about some things real quick. Quick, haunted houses. First off, do you guys believe in ghosts? Yes. Yes. Secondly, there's only four states that require you specifically to disclose any paranormal activity in your home before you purchase. Can I guess them? You can. Massachusetts. Yep. California. That's not correct. I'll give you three okay. uh, three wrongs, three three strikes. Uh, strike okay. one. Um, Connecticut. Nope. Pennsylvania. No, uh, strike three. New York, uh, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and this one's surprising, but I guess a big Lutheran uh, Lutheran group of people. So per- perhaps Minnesota. A lot of Scandinavian people. So maybe there's something within their lore. So only four states require it now. Like Wobegon Monster. Specifically, New Jersey says that a seller must truthfully tell a buyer that their property is haunted. If asked, didn't know that. Like the Jersey yeah. Devil. Oh yeah. So uh, Minnesota says psychologically, if you if there's a, a paranormal or supernatural activity, and it psychologically affects you. Now. Seems awful subjective. Connecticut, Delaware, Georgia, New Hampshire, New Jersey, South and South Carolina, they sellers must disclose if a death was on the property if oh. asked. If asked. Oh, if asked. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There are states, Alaska and South Dakota and California, you have to disclose if there was a death on the property within three years. Uh, but here's my question. Haunted okay. houses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do how does it work? <laughs> does, what do you mean? Do do you think there has to be a death on the property for that property to be haunted? Like, no. are can you only haunt no, where you only, have died? Only if you think only if you think that um, ghosts are dead people. Oh, do tell. I mean, we don't know what they are. They could be like it could be, uh, it could echoes be, of the multiverse. Uh, it could be yeah, sure, echoes of the multiverse. It could be uh, like a, a if if uh, you know we're talking about time Practice. as the fourth dimension. Maybe oh, it's sure. maybe it's part of the you know everything's happening in the same you know location at the same uh, time. At the same mm-hmm. time. So maybe it's just bleeding from a different time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I did have that ghost that whispered in my ear, uh-huh. uh, but uh-huh. so it felt like it was trying to talk to me. But maybe uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It could be demons. I don't know. It could be demons pretending to be dead people. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> maybe they were just trick or treating. Maybe the demons oh, were trick or treating. I mean. That is an interesting point, though. I don't think ghosts necessarily have to be dead people. Yeah. So, 
Well, that's it. That, yeah, I mean, that's the distinction that these this was drawing. So I guess I never thought about it any. I didn't think about it any other way. But is are you more likely to have a haunted property house if, if people died there? Yeah. Well, th I mean, mm, maybe I an energy like, and energy is released, right? Because energy right. cannot be created or destroyed. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess that if somebody dies in a house, they could like be the ghost of the house till they get bored and move on to another house. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think they're trapped in the house they die in. They're okay. ghosts. Or, or is there a difference between ghosts and spirits? Are ghosts dead people and spirits or something else? Ghouls and or, ghouls like, and or the other way around. Yeah. Uh, do you think that there's more paranormal activity in these states that have requested that there be laws? on the books where you have to disclose this i think there's a history of it i mean that's why my first guess was massachusetts, massachusetts. yeah no that was yeah. solid i thought oh i see where he's going with this which is why yeah. i was surprised you didn't go to new york yeah well i went with california just because they have all the rules <laughs> yeah they have they're the ruliest rulers yeah they are <laughs> yeah so they're doing a whole uh, piece on this. Our colleagues yeah. over at yes, Game Day? Day this Saturday. Nice. Why are they do? Are are they in stores, Connecticut? Who for the game? College Game Day? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're probably Must just be. doing it for a Halloween special. Oh, well, there you they go. Get the content, yeah. You know, it's probably like UConn, just like us, on Clemson or something. Mm, yeah. Well, Connecticut's three and four, so they're terrible. Do we have any? Do we have any special holiday stuff going on, buddy? What do you What do you mean for our podcast? Yeah. Well, I just did a. I mean, I just did a ghost story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I that can. Felt keep, I, I can. I can keep this going. Yeah. Um, what else yeah. Let's hear some more. All right. So here. Okay. Here's something. All right. So we all love mascots. We've talked about mascots a lot on on this podcast mascot hall of fame um, in indiana especially in a town they love mascots yes, one, one thing well. i i learned though doing you know as i as i did my research uh do you know what the word mascot means uh no. let me tell you oh, it's like it's from it's from the french uh mascot which is m-a-s-c-o-t-t-e oh it means well, makers of tile it's uh no it, that, that's tyler <laughs> Um, it means sorcerer's charm, oh. and, it, and it derives. It's a derivative word from Moscow, which is a word for sorceress or witch. Oh, what? Yes, this is where sorceress. mascot. This is where mascot comes from, um, and that and that Moscow word made derived from the latin masca which is where we get the word mask but it also means specter or nightmare so there's also a the dark there's a dark history to to mascots um but if we think about the most recent um definition before i guess uh what the definition was before it became a, a, a synonym for uh what what we know as mascots today it was it was basically a good luck charm or a sorcerer's charm an amulet a talisman Ooh, um, there we go these words and so uh, yeah. and they, but these the other thing words. is when 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 mascots started being used in sports they were typically animals 
um, mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. were typically uh, like pretty tough animals. You know, it's like tigers and bulldogs and stuff like that. It's stuff that's supposed Benignous to scare blood. the other team sure. um, before it started to become kind of the, the mascot that we know today. Uh, but that that history of it of uh, the current usage of mascots it's only been since i think it was 1889 was the was was when that kind of got started but um thinking about mascots as charms and talismans got me thinking like okay well let's let's take a look at the two mascots of the two teams who we now know will be in the world oh, series okay so we have the okay. Houston Astros, uh, yes, from Houston. Yeah. Do you know uh, their mascot? Uh, Co can. Cosmos. Yes. Yeah. No. Cosmo the can. Nope. <laughs> he does kind of. He's got a similar uh, coloration to Oscar the Grouch, but his name is Orbit. Oh, okay. And he is a uh, he. He is a space alien. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, oh, and then, sense. and then that's uh, the Philadelphia Phillies. Obviously, have the fanatic Philly fanatic, right? Yes, yes. Um, so looking at these two, I was like, okay, let's let's take a look at these mascots and see if we analyze these mascots as magical talismans, a, a sorcerers' like how else charms. You look at yeah, obviously. Let's 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 take a look at, at at them and see if we can identify any any strengths or weaknesses, and see if we can figure out which team might have a competitive edge, which talisman might might do the best work okay. for this team. Can, can I so, can I ask you can I ask a question? Yeah, is this like halftime show light? Is that what we're doing right now? Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's macabre. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. this. Okay, cool. Um, I just need to know what I'm getting into. Yeah, so, no. Yeah. So, uh, so like you said, we've got the Philly fanatic, and we've got uh, Orbit. Uh, Orbit. Yes. Who is a space alien? People. A green space okay. alien with antennae sticking off with baseballs on the end. I have seen this sob. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Not a great mascot. The, so the Philly no. fanatic was created in 1978. This is. It was um, created by a, a mascot company that uh, had some connections to Jim Henson, so it's got that kind of I was going to say, yeah, that like, Muppet vibe. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of looks like a, a otherworldly creature as well. It does. Now, but the thing is, it is officially a bird. Oh, really? A bird? And not okay. only that, it's a bird from the Galapagos Islands. Oh, Oh, right. is it the uh, uh, is it uh, what's that blue-footed thing? Oh, blue-footed booby, booby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a it's a Art it's Toto. a unique it's a unique example of of the, the way evolution ran its course in the Galapagos Islands. Whereas we've got Orbit, who is a space alien. He his species is Homerunus spectacularis. Uh, oh, and he originates yeah, from the, uh, the the foul territory of the Grand Slam galaxy. <laughs> now, nailed it. When we look at these two creatures, I was like, you know, if we were if we were talking about just pretty standard creatures, 
it would be easy to say like, oh, well, you know, here's all the symbolism of, I don't know, like a bull and a, you know, the symbolism of a horse or an eagle or whatever. But this weird Galapagos Island, quote unquote, bird and this uh, space alien from uh, whatever I just said, the Grand Slam Galaxy. Uh-huh. Um, they're a little bit harder to to uh, to analyze here. Can I? So can I thought, I okay, well, let's let's take a look at um, some other things that that could be significant. So, color. Can I, can I jump in real quick? Sure. Yeah, I, I was just finding this out as I was doing my own research because I really have no idea how these things go, so I can't do it beforehand. Sure. Uh, from 2000 to 2010, apparently, orbit went back to the Grand Slam Galaxy because there was. Uh, he he was replaced. They yeah. they was replaced by Junction Jack, which was a rabbit. Yes. So they brought. Did I jump? Orbit did I back. jump ahead? Apologies if I jumped. No no ahead. no no. You're fine. So both okay. of these both of these mascots have uh, have some history there, similar history. So with Orbit, he he was retired uh, until 2012. Was yeah. I believe when he was brought back. Um, and then the Philly Fanatic actually they've all has always been the mascot since '78, but in 2020 um, there was a uh, there there was a deal with the um, the copyright for the Philly Fanatic, and so they uh-huh. actually replaced the Philly Fanatic costume. So uh, they changed they changed him so instead of the little like uh he's got like i don't know pink eyelids um uh-huh. they're sort of like scallop shaped they changed them to stars they added little feathers under his arm they added some scales um and uh, uh underneath the arms they gave him blue socks with red shoes um Oh, and yeah. so essentially they were, doing, the they were doing guy. all this because they were essentially keeping keeping the Philly fanatic, but they had to change it enough to where the original creators, Bonnie Erickson and Wade Harrison, uh, because there's some deal with with uh, the tr- the copyright laws that says after 35 years, a, an artist can essentially evaluate how their creation is being used. And so there was a there was a chance that the Philly fanatic could have become a free agent. And oh, so they were I like, remember hearing about this. Yeah. So preemptively the the Phillies were like, okay, well, we're gonna change the fanatic because uh the, apparently Bonnie and Wade started asking for too much money. And so they were, they brought out this new Philly fanatic, but then this 2022 season, they've they've brought back the original Philly fanatic. So they reached some sort of settlement with Harrison and Erickson. So we've got a new old Philly fanatic. That's it looks the stars looked ridiculous. I'm yeah, it was it was it was bad. Yeah, it was really really bad. Yeah, it, it was one of those things made. where it's like if you squinted at it. It's like okay, yeah, that's the Philly fanatic, but no, there, there, there was plenty wrong with it for sure. Uh, so both, yeah, so both these mascots have have had periods where they've gone away and come back, um, 
but looking at them as far as you know ma- magical talismans you know looking at color okay they're both green mm-hmm. so then i thought okay well that's not telling us much so maybe we can look at their birth dates and maybe that's going to tell us something so i thought okay well let's let's look at the birth dates here so their star charts yeah, so we could check out their star charts. So Philly Fanatic, we know we know the Philly Fanatic's birthday. It's April 25th, 1978. Okay. So that means the Philly Fanatic, it's a Taurus. Um okay. and the Taurus. uh orbit. I thought let's let's take a look at at, at this guy's star chart. April 24th, oh. one day difference in their birthday. So they're both Tauruses. They're both green. Interesting. They're both Tauruses. So green Tauruses. Yeah. So that doesn't but help. Twelve us out years much apart. Right. Hmm. What's so, the numerology of the twelve? What's that? What's the numerology of the twelve? Oh, that that's the other interesting thing that I uh, when you said that that. Um, the Philly fanatic went away in 2012 makes me think that maybe we are in a simulation because 2012 was when the world was supposed to end. And maybe the starred Philly, Philly fanatic with the star eyes, Hmm. maybe his universe ended in 2012 and the star eyed one came back or replaced him. Well, the fanatic, it was, it was 2020. Oh, I thought you said the Philly fanatic went away in 2012. No, it was Orbit that came back in 2012. Sorry, uh, but yeah, so they're both so they're both uh, green. They're both right. they're both green. They're both Tauruses. So that doesn't help us much. Born one day apart. Now, one thing I thought could was interesting though is like, okay, well, what's the association here? So, the color green is associated with the planet Venus. Here's something interesting. Yeah. Um, so so keep keep that in mind. Now what what I else thought, did I miss? I, I went and got a snack. Oh yeah, okay, you got a snack. Uh basically I tried to look at their birth dates to see if I could oh, yeah. figure out like you know some some astrology stuff. Philly Fanatics, April 25th, 1978. Orbit is April 24th, 1990. So they're both Tauruses. They're both green, they're both Tauruses. So I thought, well, let's look at their appearance. Taurus. Well, if you look at the back of the Philly Fanatic, you see a red five-pointed star if you look at orbit you see a five-pointed star from the astros logo an orange five-pointed star so we've got a five-pointed star which you know you've got all this association with the pentagram blah 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 but that's another similarity so these so far are very very similar creatures one interesting thing though i was like okay so just like i said earlier the the color green has an association with the planet venus now an interesting thing is when viewed from the earth over the course of an eight-year cycle the planet venus appears to make a pattern that looks like a pentagram so i thought okay well if if we're basically jumping back eight years on this pentagram cycle let's look at 2014 and see 
what both teams did in 2014. So 2014, neither team had a postseason to speak of. So that that doesn't help us. If we look at the Phillies in 2014. He's just laughing because you keep telling us stuff and he's like, and then it ends with, but that didn't help. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but this, so this this may be something. So it's 2014 like games on Wednesday, but that doesn't. That, that... <laughs> so in 2014, the Phillies won 73 games, lost 89 games. They had a .451 win percentage. So point four five one. This might be something. Okay. I hear okay. what you're saying. 89 right. games. Okay. Okay. So 2014, the Astros had 70 wins, 92 losses. So they had a .432 win percentage. Okay. So, okay. So here the Phillies had a slight edge eight years ago. Okay. Um, now... This year, though, the Astros win. What about 2017? Yeah, (laughs) that didn't tell us anything. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we can't look at 2017 or 2018. Um, But 2022, the win percentage for the Astros has been 0.654, and the win percentage for the Phillies has been 0.537. So there, the Astros have the edge. All right, so... So you're, I don't know what you're telling. What to you're, you're telling us that the year they had the higher percent win percentage is the year they made the playoffs. Yeah. Well, Those yes. Both, so to both speak. Teams, both teams. Shocked, but if right? We're you're shocked. Eight, if we're looking as at the eight-year Venus pentagram cycle uh-huh. for their green for their green uh, sorcerers talismans. Uh-huh. Then we got to look at at both 2014 and 2022, and that's where it gets tough because so far, the Astros have the edge, but if we look at 2014, the Phillies had the slight edge. So the only other thing I could I can I can figure out, and and maybe somebody else will will Gosh. unlock something that I've not discovered, but Orbit. So. Orbit has the number double zero on his or her uniform. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, let's look at the at the numerology of the number double zero. So the angel number double zero basically an eight on its side. Probably no, it's an it's an uh, intensified version of zero, which is of, of the, the most complex of all numbers. So it represents. You know, the infinity loop of the zero represents all possibilities. However, it also points out that if you don't choose a direction, you'll find yourself moving in circles and never progress. So if you see the if you see the angel number double zero, it can be a reminder you have more options than you imagine. Uh-huh. Uh, it could be a, a push to break the cycle of stagnation and choose a firm direction. Does this tell us anything? Well, it tells us that maybe the Astros, this is this is where I think the the balls in the Astros court or mm. field. The balls in uh, Astros Corbett. Because they because I think this is this is the, this is where they could potentially have an edge. 
if they don't break out of if if they can't break out of their their cycle of stagnation they're not going to beat the phillies if they don't think outside the box the number double zero if you're seeing that it suggests the problem you're facing so facing off against the phillies in the world series suggests that they need to be thinking outside the box so if they keep trying to do what they've been doing if they don't if they don't break out of that cycle they're gonna lose but if they if they do then they've got something so i think this is where if they do what if, if they if they if they think outside the box they've got yeah. they've got to they got to change it up so yes the way that the astros have been operating got them to where they are they're in the world series but they're gonna have to mix it up for the world series is what i'm saying so we're talking about a team that has the second best record in all of major league baseball had the best record in the american league and and swept both of their opponents so far in yeah. the playoffs so whatever they've been doing so far they gotta change it up. You gotta change it up. Yeah. Can I they're, otherwise, they're gonna. Otherwise, they're gonna keep circling. They're gonna be circling in the drain. This sounds like hogwash. I don't know. Because it is. <laughs> All of this is. But what does it mean for the fanatic? Well. And how is any of this scary? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because they're because they're because they're an explanation. Because they're sorcerers. They're, because they're. I mean, we we got to look at the the magical origins of the mascot, and mm -hmm. think about mascots as something more than just the goofy thing that runs around, uh, and shoots t-shirt cannons. We got to think of dogs. them as magical talismans. These things are more powerful than you realize. That's what I'm trying You're to get across. Me. There's there's a spookier aspect to the mascots than what than what most people are are, are thinking. And what of. meets the eye more yeah. than meets the eye. Right. Now the only thing I would say about a magical talisman though is when you reveal your talisman to the world, the more you talk about your talisman and show people, the less we effective it becomes. So I'm I'm mm. thinking if I were if I were a an owner of a sports team uh-huh i'd have my mascot out on the field but i've had i'd have a secret i'd have a secret mascot that nobody else knows only the team knows that none of the rest of the world can see secret mascots this is what the sports world needs what do you do with that so just like it sits in the humidor yeah, I mean, it 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 could. Um, what do you what do you what do you, like? Uh, Is it an animal? Are we going back to like real life animals for these things? It could be an. It could be an animal. It could be anything. It could be a thought form. Whatever. Whatever College you want to symbolize. Good, good job of having real animal mascots. What's that? You know, most teams in college with like dogs usually have a real dog. Or like uh, um, Blue Devils. Who is it that has the bison? Colorado? Colorado, yeah. Yeah, they run a bison out on the field before the yeah. game. Dude, that's rough. Those guys who have to run with that guy, that bison. 
Because which, the bison are fast, do, man. Which would you rather do? Ride the Conestoga wagon in Norman or run with the buffalo in Boulder? I, 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 I want to run with the buffalo. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. The eject button, when you're holding on to a buffalo, the eject button is much easier to push than if you are on that wagon. Just hauling ass. Yeah, that wagon no, looks scary. There's nowhere to go. And you're yeah. very top-heavy. Your center of gravity is all wonky. And the That's, threat of dysentery. But is it a real Conestoga wagon? Yeah. Define real. Well, it's, like, it's souped up. Like, but does it, it is... Does, yeah, but they it run it out on the field. Yeah, they yeah. have horses pulling it, and they run out on the field. Doesn't like, that seem like it would mess up the turf? More than a bison? I mean, both <laughs> both do, I guess. Alabama yeah. runs an elephant out on the field. What? Yeah. Well, no. no. Oh, yeah. And they flood it, too, in the, with red water, the crimson tide. They flood the whole field before the yeah, game. and then the I mean, you out. could be telling the truth. I don't know, but I, this doesn't sound talisman. real. It is a tell. I mean, to me, an, a, a red a red elephant, that seems like a pretty strong talisman. That's a pretty, yeah, that's a good talisman. That yeah. makes sense. Like an, that Indian el- an Indian elephant that smothered itself in that red mud and clay. Mm-hmm. So it looks yeah. red. Yeah. yeah, I mean, one one thing, the the Phillies are lucky that they brought back the original. That if this is the year they're going to be in the World Series, they're lucky they brought back the it original is. mascot and made peace with the creators of the mascot, because according to the book, um, made peace wait. is an interesting way to describe a legal settlement. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it is. is. I like it, that. It, it yeah. is, but um, but yeah. According to we're doing the mask, a, we're, the, I'm part the of the class action make peace. Yeah, uh, I'm suing Camp, Camp Lejeune for peace. <laughs> according to the mascot book, which uh, was published in the tw- 1920s by Elizabeth Villi- Villiers, Villiers. Oh, yeah. It's got a big, swastika. Got a big mm-hmm. swastika on the front. So if that should tell you the time period we're talking about, when that was still a good thing. Um, oh, like the Buddhist, yeah. She just slapped that swastika right under her name. She was very proud of that. Okay. Uh, but this is called The Mascot Book, a popular encyclopedia of bringers of luck with their attendant legends and beliefs. Oh, I Talisman, see, I see, I see. Okay. Land, Eastern gotcha. Yard Mystery, blah, 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 blah. She says, no mascot bought for one's own use or which has been obtained unjustly can be a bringer of good fortune. Indeed, it may have exactly the opposite effect. In order to endow its possessor with happiness or health, the mascot must come as the gift of a friend, the concrete representation of loving thoughts as a token of gratitude or the reward of some good deed. So if the Phillies organization had not made peace with the creators of the of the fanatic and kept their abomination with feathers and scales, I would say the Phillies were bound to lose. But the fact that they, they reached some kind of settlement with the original creators and they, there seems to be good vibes between them, I think that that's that's a plus on the Philly side so yeah. like i said it's 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 the numbers double zero that's what it's going to come down it's to anybody's game it's it, yeah. it's anybody it's 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 up to that it's up to the astros 
That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to I'm trying to get a beat on who you're picking. I'm like, okay, so he's definitely. Saying, oh, I hope the, I hope the Phillies win. Reed's just shaking his head. I hope the Phillies. I hope the Phillies win. That's good. Yeah, me too. But <laughs> right, it didn't take the, us 25 minutes to get there. When the Astros oh, were past 30, yeah. cheating cheating uh, scandal, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, you're a bunch of damn cheaters. Yeah, so Orbit was out there, you know, twerking on, on trash the field cans. when, yeah, when mm-hmm. they were beating on trash cans. So yeah. that, Deep so there's there's some shady history there. So I'm I'm hoping the Phillies win, but I think the number double zero on Orbit's uniform shows that you know if we're looking at angel numbers, that you know if they if they think outside the box, they have a chance to beat the Phillies. But we'll yeah, see. Buddy, how many games? Does it take for Philly to win? Mm. Uh, seven games. I don't know. Is that how many games there are? Did you best, say eleven or seven? Best seven games. Best of seven. Can there be more than seven? No. No. Hence the best can, of seven. There can be less than seven. Yeah. So that's why I say, how many games do you think it's going to take the Phillies to win? How would you feel if you bought a ticket for Game Seven and then they were like, "Sorry, there's only four games this year." That's, you don't buy a ticket for Game Seven until you know there's going to be a Game Seven. Do you? Yeah, yeah you yes. can purchase that? it beforehand, but you just get a refund. Are you sure about that? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just checking. <laughs> We've lost our patience. Uh. <laughs> So that's all uh, I got. That's all though. I got. So just think twice. When you think of mascots, don't think about cute and cuddly. These are not cute and cuddly. These are these are witches' charms. And these are powerful thought forms that have been manifested. I got to, a lot of to, thought forms right to now. To run around and shoot t-shirts yeah. out at you, yes. Yeah. But they're doing they're doing a lot more than that. They don't they don't shoot t-shirts, they manifest t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. on, upon a plane of existence, right? Yeah, they 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 transport and transform the te- the t shirt. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go, Phillies yeah. and seven. Yeah, next because time I go to a sporting event, I'm wearing my aura glasses. I want to see what I see. You have aura glasses? I got someone order. That was what send, you got cut up. Hey, That's what you send send me a link. Okay, That's a guy out in Vegas he was talking about the other day. Nashville. Nashville. That guy in Nashville. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Send me a link. Aura glasses, yes. Yeah. You got caught on the aura glasses. I got caught on the next time I go to a sporting event. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You caught Could that? You take your yeah. girls to a baseball game before. <laughs> no, they they have peanuts there. Too many peanuts at baseball games. That's not... not, not the, rowdy, the rowdy family cannot attend baseball games. Yeah. Um, but hey, you guys, you guys want to move on? And well, let's let's as I we talk about the World Series, we're not out of time. Mm, I'm pretty sure we are. Well, let's talk about World. Let's keep. What do you guys think about the World Series? What are your predictions? We got to hear this at least. Philly in six. Well, my heart wants to say Philly in six, but my head feels like Astros in in five. If the Astros win, does that mean we can avoid a recession? Yes. Yes. Okay. Ah, that's true. Every, every time the Phil, is it the, every time they've won or every time they've been in it? I thought it was when they, when they were in the postseason. Every time they've been in it. No, not every time they're in the postseason. Just every time they win the NL pennant. 
Okay, the, so, so it's already going to be so we so it's yeah we we're already going to have a recession, right? We passed yeah. the threshold with that. They can win or lose; it doesn't matter because they already won the pennant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So go Phillies. <laughs> yeah. At this point, everything's screwed. So, I mean, they do have Rowdy. You would be you would appreciate this. They do have uh, Kyle Gibson, a right-handed pitcher, who is from Greenfield, Indiana. I don't know if that location. Who does? The Phillies. He's from Greenfield? He's born in Greenfield, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. He does look like someone who would be from Greenfield. Yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of baseball fit players have that look of somebody what? from Greenfield. Born in I'll tell you who else has those faces. There's the I was watching some hockey the other night and I was thinking, these guys don't look like athletes. When I watch basketball when i watch football i think these guys look like athletes they look is it because of all the pads maybe they just look athletic and i I, well yeah oh for hockey yeah Yeah. i think so i can't tell what's going on right you can't see their physiques i can't see their physiques which is why i watch the sports which is why i don't watch hockey what's the point (laughs) <laughs> what is what is this doing for me? Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look into this guy because he's the same age as my sister, so she would have gone to school with him if he was in Greenfield. That would no, be he wasn't. He was in Greenfield, and but then he he transferred to um, Cathedral oh. between his freshman and sophomore year of high school. Uh huh. Oh wait, wait, wait. Tra- no, 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 no. Oh. No, between his freshman and sophomore year of high school, he transferred from Cathedral to Greenfield Central. As a result, the IHSAA, Indiana High School Athletic Association, ruled he could not play for Greenfield Central Cougars baseball team for one season. No Cougs. Wait, because he transferred from a private school? From Cathedral to Greenfield that he could not play for one season. But then his junior year, who was seven and two, and led the Cougars to a sectional championship in the regional finals. In his senior year, he was eight and six with a 0.98 ERA. I don't know what that means. And 140 strikeouts. He That's a Green lot of strikeouts. Dang, 140? Jeez. All of his teams. 14 games? Game. Yeah. He was named the Hancock County Player of the Year after his senior year and named to the Indianapolis Star All-East team in both his junior and senior years. There he was go. named All-East Player of the Year and made the Indiana All-Star team. Okay, so he definitely went to high school with my sister. I'm going to have to ask her about Is this Is there only guy. one high school in Greenfield? Yes. Which is hilarious because it's called Greenfield Central. That's what made me a... ask the question. I was like, why would they call it Central? Well, they call it, that, they call it that because it's not it, – it's – it's the only high school in Greenfield, but it's not the only high school in Hancock County, Indiana. In the county, yeah. So there you got Eastern Hancock, the farmer school. Uh, Mount Vernon. Why could, but why couldn't you just call it Greenfield? Greenfield if it's the only one in Greenfield, just call it what Greenfield. It used to be. I don't know why they changed it to Greenfield Central. I heard a story about uh, Bloomington. I think it was like Bloomington North. Was it Bloomington North or Bloomington South? Man, I don't remember if it was Bloomington or Huntington. 
crap. Anyway, one of them has like a high school that's like Huntington North High School or something like that, except there's no Huntington South High School. They attend. Well, there's at, definitely Bloomington North and Bloomington, Bloomington South. South. Yeah, when I said Probably. it, I was like, yeah, I said it. I was like, well, that's not. So I think it was Huntington only has one high school. They never built the second one. So they just have like Huntington North High School. <laughs> but there's well, no that, Huntington. Like Muncie? Didn't Muncie have Muncie East and then Delta? They have Muncie Central. Or Muncie Central and then Delta. Yeah. And Delta, yeah. It was like, okay. Yeah. Delta was usually good at basketball. And Muncie Central was usually good at basketball. Delta was a good wrestling school. Anyway, we're way off topic. How much time do we have left? Are we? Did we have a topic? <laughs> okay. Fair. You guys want to talk about Brittany Griner? She's going to a uh, prison colony. Oh, on one of the moons of Jupiter. I've seen, yeah. Oh, yeah? What? Is that true? She's no, yeah, sent, she lost her appeal. Colony? She lost her appeal, so she's going to serve the rest of her time on a prison in a prison colony. Undisclosed now, location. No, what did she have, seven years? S uh, seven or eight. Yeah. And I think they also rejected her time served. Wow. So she's already yeah, been in no pre-trial pre lockup evidently doesn't count. Doesn't count. Wow. I thought that whatever happened to the uh the Swaparuski that they were working on. Yeah, I don't know. What were you gonna give them an arms dealer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could probably use him right about now. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah. What's going to get Russia to the postseason? How about a uh, legal arms dealer? <laughs> yeah. They just really got to shore up two that or three of their, Give those fools two or three of their yachts back and yeah. this arms dealer dude, and let's get Brittany home. Yeah. They need an English Premier League club and uh, yep. an arms dealer, and that should, that should send them straight. Yeah. And maybe some Levi's and some rock and roll. Well, and, and Uncle Joe's a Phillies fan, too. Hmm. So maybe he'll be go. making deals watching his team. How long have we been recording? This feels like the longest episode. I think we started at like 11-ish. Yeah, we're good. You think we started when? Like 11, a little okay. after. All right, well, that's it then. Yeah. I guess we did sports. We did mascots, right? As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey Jr., Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brianna Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, Sellerman, Sean, the Honorary Ball Boy this week is. Honorary Ball Boy this week, we're going to basketball. Uh, Phoenix Suns' Devin Booker, in the oh. first three games of the season, is averaging 32.5 points per game. That's 96 points in the first three games. The most points scored in the first three games of the season for any Phoenix Sun. That wow. includes Sir Charles. And Thunder Dan Marley. And Thunder Dan Marley and Kevin Johnson. Uh, Kevin Johnson wasn't really a scorer, though. Was a lot he? of those dudes. Uh, I mean, he did score. Who? Kevin Johnson? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. And he stole all that money from Sacramento, right? Oh, yeah. Did we talk about that on the podcast? That Kevin Johnson was like, he was the mayor. Money. He was the mayor. Yeah, and he had some. Or maybe like, still is. Deals. No way. You think so? Mm. I can't who knows? Right. All right. Uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> Email us. At... 
Let's just land this plane, okay? Yeah. God, it's turbulent t- tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, email us at sports, sports, sports pod at gmail.com. With any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? Yeah.